And there's this one concept called fun type one, fun type two, and there might even be a fun type three where the fun type one is where like something is really fun in the moment. And then type two fun is like, it's not fun in the moment, but it's fun after. And then I think type three fun might be like, it's not fun in the moment. It's not fun after, but then it's fun like months later or years later when you think about it. And just think about that too. Like this wasn't fun in the moment, but after it made a funny story. Hey, I'm Nyla, and you're listening to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. Get ready for faith-based conversations about food, fitness, and body image. I love fitness, and regularly you'll find me and my cat on my yoga mat sweating for a strong body to use to bless others with and glorify God with. Though I'm no longer an intuitive eating and body image coach, I am still an intuitive eater myself and will forever be grateful for God leading me to intuitive eating as I healed from a decade-long fight with an eating disorder. Friends, I encourage you as you listen to each episode to ask God to teach you something. You didn't just randomly stumble upon this podcast. No, God guided you here providentially, and He has something to encourage you with today. All right, let's dive into today's episode and see what God has for you to learn. Hey guys, welcome back to the Intuitive Eating with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Nyla. And today we're going to talk about adventure and how an attitude of adventure can really make a bad day better. And it can also make a bad body image day better. Any kind of bad day that you're having, a bad work day, a bad relationship day, just whatever is just feeling like a really, really hard day, this mindset of having an adventure attitude can really help you. I know it's really helped me. I was just back at my parents in the hometown that I grew up at. We were just back there for Easter. I record my episodes super ahead, so at time of recording, this is Easter Monday, and when you're hearing this, it might even be February, maybe end of January, so quite in the future, but we went home. We drove home to my parents, and it's about two and a half hours away, and we took our cat with us in our cat carrier, which we've done many times, and he travels pretty good. He might meow a little bit here or there, but... He's usually just sitting in his cat carrier, just sleeping, or or he's just sitting there just watching us. But this time, we were about 45 minutes away from my parents, and he just started freaking out, like shaking the cat carrier and just being really agitated and meowing just so much, just such a sad meow. And I thought, oh no, does he have to go to the bathroom? Because we... We had put him in the carrier, picked him up. He had been sleeping on the couch when we put him in the cat carrier, so he hadn't just recently gone to the bathroom or ate or anything. I knew he'd gone to the bathroom in the morning, but it was like six hours since I saw him last go to the bathroom, and it just was really not a pleasant time for the cat, but also for me and my husband, just hearing him so in distress. And so we pulled over in the next town that we got to, And it was a really long two kilometers to that next town till we could pull over. And I just thought maybe he has to go to the bathroom. And we didn't have a litter box with us because I had left it at my parents because we had just been there the previous weekend. And then we were just going back and we had an extra litter box. So I thought I'll just leave it at my parents this time because what's the sense of me bringing it back if we're just going to have to haul all the litter and this spare litter box back literally in less than a week. So we had a litter box at home and at my parents, but not in the car like we usually do. And so we stopped 
shopped and we quickly found on Google Maps a store that was open and we went to dollar store and I just ran into the dollar store and I was just kind of like a frantic woman, kind of like a crazy woman looking like that. And I found a worker and I said, where's your pet section? And she's like, oh, it's over there. And so I ran down the aisles of Dollarama or dollar store, whatever it was, in my heels, I literally was running. And there was customers staring at me and I was just frantically looking like, where's the litter? Where's the litter box? And I was trying to get this one litter that was on the top shelf, jumping for it, couldn't get it, and just kind of was a mess. I finally found what I needed, then sprinted down the aisle to the cashier. And then when I was there, I was just telling them, like, I'm kind of in a rush. Like, I have a cat that might pee in our car. And it was funny, they were just totally calm. Like, it seemed like my frantic energy was not affecting them at all which was cool because I would like to be like that because when I'm around people who are kind of rushing and frantic it can kind of rub off on me but I was kind of hoping also that they would pick up their pace (laughs) but it was admirable that they were calm while there was a storm of a woman around them but I saw the woman she used her little scanner thing and scanned it twice the litter box and I said oh is there two stuck together and she said yeah and I said oh I I just need one and so then she was trying to pull it apart and she had to call over another worker and him and her were trying to pull apart this litter box and I was about to say I'll just take two because I just I need to get to the car of a cat that's might be peeing on our seats and then they finally got it apart and I paid and I was polite, really frantic, but I was like, thank you so much, have a good day. And I ran to the door and then out of nowhere, they must fill up the balloon somewhere else in the store. There was no one ahead of me in line, but all of a sudden this older lady appears to me and blocks my way getting out the door. And she has like eight helium huge balloons that say happy 80th birthday. And she's just saying like, oh, it's such a beautiful day. Again, not in a rush. And just all these balloons are in my way. I can't get out of the door. And it's just, uh, it's just kind of like this gong show, but I get into the car sit down and I try to like assemble this litter box pour in the litter that I just bought into this new litter box and then my husband looks at me and he's like he's fine as soon as we stopped the car he was just chill and I look back and the cast is looking at me totally calm and it was just like oh my goodness but anyways I got the litter box all ready and we let him out of the car and not out of the car sorry we let him out of the cat carrier to explore the car which he loved because he's never been in the actual car he's only ever been in the cat carrier in the car so it was pretty cute he actually ignored the litter box and he just explored the car and we got some really cute like selfies with him in the car and just him sitting on my husband's lap and it's cute to see him in the car but he just kind of needed to stretch his legs, I think. We gave him lots of chance to use this litter box, and he's fine. He uses it in front of us at home all the time, but he didn't need to, I guess. So anyways, we put him back in the carrier, and he was fine for the rest of the trip. The whole time, though, I after that, I was thinking that was just like not expected. That was just like this wild event that happened, but I kept telling my husband, you know, it was an adventure. (laughs) That was quite the adventure. Like, it's a funny memory. We got a good story out of it. It was not what I probably would have picked, but it's really sweet that we got that moment with him in the car, just him exploring, taking some fun pictures, and I just kept saying it was an adventure. Like, there were hard moments, but it was also an adventure. It's like that both and like, wow, that was crazy. And wow, that was a little stressful. And that sucked to hear him so sad in the car while we were driving to the town. And it was also very special to have the cat running around the car when it was stopped and just him just having so much fun exploring the car and stretching his legs. 
And then another thing happened when we were at home for Easter was that we went for a walk. And like I said, we had already been at my hometown for a funeral the week before. And me and my dad had gone on a walking trail around this pond. And it was perfect. It was April when we went. It is April still right now. And it was no snow. It was just clear walking path, like perfect. And so then, I don't know, it was probably like four days later when we went again for actual Easter and we got my husband. We said, come for us for a walk. We're going to do that same trail that me and my dad had done four days earlier. And we got like halfway around the trail and then it was so much snow. There was huge snow drifts that you're walking and all of a sudden, you literally drop down to snow up to your knees. So you're walking on top of the snow and then all of a sudden you drop down and it's up to your knees and it was crazy and we couldn't turn around because we were halfway around and like and we were falling down because you just don't realize you're gonna sink down and it's just crazy. Like we took some videos and it's just so funny all of a sudden someone's walking and then you don't see them anymore because they've fallen down into super deep snow. And again, on that walk, we kept saying, this is sure an adventure. Like we have a story to tell this is crazy. We couldn't imagine it. But all of these stories I'm sharing just to say that you still acknowledge the hard. Don't minimize the hard. Like that's toxic positivity. You don't want to just focus on the positives, but you also don't want to just focus on the negative. It's that balance of expressing this was hard. I wish it would have been a clear walking path. I wish the cat wouldn't have been so stressed out in that moment. You do say that, acknowledge that, validate the hard parts, but then also say, but It was really sweet that we got to take those fun pictures in the car and have this funny story to tell. And it was quite the experience, the shared experience, my dad and my my husband walking in that crazy snow, deep snow by accident. And a walk that normally takes us 45 minutes took us an hour and a half because of all this deep snow that just wouldn't end. And it was crazy. And all of our feet were wet because we just wore runners. Well, I had boots, they had runners, but even my boots were getting wet because just so much snow was even coming in through the top. And it all made really cool pictures and videos and fun stories. So I encourage you and challenge you next time you're having a hard moment and a day is just not going as you planned. So say it was hard because of these reasons, list them off, but then say, but it was an adventure for these reasons. And there's this one concept called fun type one, fun type two, and there might even be a fun type three where the fun type one is where like something is really fun in the moment. And then type two fun is like, it's not fun in the moment, but it's fun after. And then I think type three fun might be like, it's not fun in the moment, it's not fun after, but then it's fun like months later or years later when you think about it. And just think about that too. Like this wasn't fun in the moment, but after it made a funny story or one day this will be funny. One day this will be funny to look back on or that was really hard, wasn't fun in the moment, but it was fun afterwards knowing it was an experience that we got through together, your friends or family, and just look at it as an adventure. An adventure is, adventure is like relationships. It's messy, it's inconvenient, but it's not boring, and it does create like this enriching experience. And I said on that walk with my dad and my husband, that crazy deep snow drift walk, I said, at least it's not a boring walk. Like, I wish it was clear walking, but at least it's not boring. So just look at where can you see adventure in the hard today and an adventure mindset. I don't know. I just see adventure as such like a 
positive thing and I want to fill my life with adventure and I have to acknowledge and accept that adventure again it's often inconvenient like today I went and had breakfast on the deck because it was sunny but it was a little inconvenient to put my jacket on bring all my stuff out all my devotional stuff for after all my breakfast all my water bring all that out but it was worth the inconvenience because then I got this experience of eating on the deck my cat was on there too sunning himself on the deck and it was just really nice it was worth the effort the inconvenience So just look where you can have an adventure mindset today, and I really hope that this episode blessed you. Also, just as a side note, you can apply this to any hard day. Like I said at the beginning, a hard body image day, hard relationship day, just look for the adventure in it and invite God in. Say, where is there adventure to be found in this moment, in this day, like Nyla was talking about? Like, what's the good in it? What can I reframe as an adventure? All right, see you on the next episode, guys. Being a podcast producer means I can do podcast editing for you. I can do podcast upkeep, so help you manage and continue putting out episodes every week or every month or every second week, whatever is your decision for the frequency of your podcast. And I can also help you start up your podcast if you don't have a podcast already. But God has put in this idea on your heart for a podcast and you just don't know how to do that. How do I even get my podcast on Apple? What in the world is an RSS feed? How do I even record on my computer? It's just, there's so many moving pieces, but take a deep breath because I understand the moving pieces. So if you want to know anything about my podcasting services, how I can be your podcast producer and make the transition into the podcasting world easier for you if you're not there yet or make it more joyful make the joy return if you already are wearing your podcaster hat and it's just feeling stressful let me be on your team let me be your podcast producer and help just bring back the joy because joy should be a part of your podcasting journey if you are interested you can go to my website nylaweeb.ca and weeb is spelled w-i-e-b-e i always tell people it's like dweeb but without the d <laughs> and that's all linked in the show notes so you can find my website there and it has lots of client testimonies and just explains how it works to work with me and i am so excited to hear about your podcast that you currently have or the podcast that you are just dreaming and praying over already i love getting to help christian women get out their powerful faith-based messages to the world. It's just really cool to be a part behind the scenes of getting these God-centered, God-glorifying messages out to the world. It's such a blessing for me too. So can't wait to chat with you about all things podcasting.